Backstage Pass is made possible by Mauer Productions on Stage, supporting community theater in central New Jersey. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Backstage Pass, Central New Jersey's community theater podcast. I'm John Maurer, and I'll be moderating this session, where we'll be talking about the Yardley Players' production of Moon Over Buffalo, being presented at the Kelsey Theater in West Windsor, New Jersey. Moon Over Buffalo is a play within a play where veteran stage actors George and Charlotte Hay find themselves close to the end of their less than illustrious career. Appearing at a Buffalo theater, their repertory company is in the midst of performing two stage classics, Cyrano de Bergerac and Noel Coward's Private Lives. Now when the rumors begin to swirl that the famous Hollywood director Frank Capra is coming to Buffalo to audition George and Charlotte as replacements for his current film stars, misunderstanding ensues and the merriment begins. Now the original Broadway production of Moon Over Buffalo opened at the Martin Beck Theater and ran for 309 performances and starred Philip Bosco as George Hay and Carol Burnett as Charlotte Hay. With me to talk about the Yardley Players production is producer Marge Swider, director Howard Matters, along with Kurt Penny who plays George and Lori Hardy who plays Charlotte. Hello everyone, thanks for coming. Thank you for having us. First of all, I want to thank you all for taking the time during Hell Week to speak with us. We're presently on the set of Moon of a Buffalo, sitting in the green room. And what theater is this supposed to be in uh, Buffalo? The Erlanger Theater. The Erlanger Theater in Buffalo. And it does look like a green room. It's got dirt on the walls, and it's very, very green. (laughs) It's very green, yes. This show, Moon of a Buffalo. Marge, what drew you to this show? Why did you choose this one for your 2008-09 season? Well, first, Yardley Players is run by a board of directors of 12 people, and we get together every year trying to figure out what we're going to do for the season, and we feel as though a lot of people are interested in musicals and in comedies or mysteries, so we always try to choose one of each. And as far as Moon Over Buffalo is concerned, that was Howard Matter's idea to, to do that because he had seen it before, he enjoyed it so much, he felt as though it was a night where people could just laugh a lot because there's so much comedy involved in the show and we voted on it and we got permission from Kelsey Theater to do it and that's from there it's history we got a good cast a very strong (laughs) cast of actors who are very experienced on stage and I think that if people come out to see it they will uh, they will really enjoy themselves quite a bit. Now Howard you were the one that suggested this show. Yes I, I had seen it on Broadway and I just thought it was fabulous. With? With Carol Burnett and Philip Bosco. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, I was there the night that the uh, power went out on the stage and the lights dimmed and Carol Burnett came out and did about 10 or 15 minutes worth of stand-up in the <laughs> Carol Burnett fashion, taking questions from the audience and ad-libbing for, for the amount of time required to fill the void. Um, you ready for that, Laurie? I'm glad I didn't <laughs> yeah. <do> that. <laughs> and I also, actually, I also appeared in the show in another theater. I played... Richard, the family lawyer, uh, who's madly in love with Charlotte. Isn't everyone? Yes, of course. And <laughs> so I, I, just, I just thought it was a fabulous show. Very funny and a lot of different type of humor. And, and as you mentioned, there's slapstick, uh, there's funny lines, there's sight gags. I mean, just a little bit of everything keep the audience guessing. Okay, now, when you hear the title Moon Over Buffalo, you sort of think back to some of the older comedies. It has the feel of the, the 1950s and 60s, the Woody Allen, Don't Drink the Water, the, the slapstick, the witty dialogue. But this show isn't that old, is it? 
No, the show was was uh, appeared in uh, 1995 is when it's made its debut. Right. Although it's written to take place in 1953. But it just sort of has the feel of the older shows, the older style of production. Oh, yes. Of production. Oh, definitely. definitely. And in this show itself, Mark Carroll Burnett's returned to the stage after many years. Now, I know that you had open auditions for the show, and the turnout was pretty light. So, based on that, how did you approach the show? How did you approach casting, and how did you move forward with production? Well, the first thing I did is I went through my cast lists to look at people that I've worked with before, uh, trying to determine if, if they were right for the parts. I came to Lori's name, and I said to myself, she could handle this. She can be Carol Burnett. And I have to say... That, and I think you'll agree with me that through the entire rehearsal process and the audition process, we never mentioned Carol Burnett's name. No, we no, never. We, I never. Com, you know, I never said, "Well, this is you know, this is Carol Burnett's role, and you need to do it like this because that's how she would do it." I wanted Laurie to bring her own personality to the part, but I just knew with her experience that she'd be able to uh, be uh, be able to uh, you know use her voice, use her body language uh, to carry off the different. Uh, uh, emotions that need to be displayed mm -hmm. and this young man over here you're welcome um, well I've worked with Kurt before and he's fabulous so I also knew that he would be he'd be right for the part as well he's he's a very talented guy takes direction well has great ideas great comedic timing and it just the two of them together just worked out beautifully. And I, he plays drunk wonderfully. Yes, yeah. <laughs> you are playing, aren't you? Yes. Well, he goes home every night and practices. You know, but that's, so that's another story. In the audition process, were you looking for anything in particular in the people who were in the show? Well, yeah, sort of. The the um, uh, the part of Roz, which is uh, their daughter, uh, I wanted a, an attractive, tall, attractive young lady who would. Uh, would look like a part that she appeared on Broadway, and in the story she had enough of it and left the theater. Um, the other characters, uh, Jim Cordingly playing Richard, if you look at him, he just looks like an attorney. <laughs> when he's dressed <laughs> in, a, in his suit and tie, you would think he was a was what, is, an what does he do re regularly? Well, he, he um, worked for the state. Mm -hmm. He works for the state of New Jersey, although I think he's retired now. But uh, yeah, he is retired. Yeah, he is retired. But he just looks the part of, of an attorney. Mm -hmm. And that's, you know, that was just like perfect. You just, just fit right in. Uh, the other characters uh, as well, Eileen, I looked for a young, fresh face in uh, Jackie, uh, who I'd worked with before. And she, um, she just appears like a young, wholesome woman that could carry off the part of Eileen, who's a naive, uh, ingenue type who's just getting started you took advantage of her and yes <laughs> and uh she just she again she was just the right the right look uh, marianne wiley is playing the uh is playing charlotte's mother Dear who's, Mama. yes who's hard of hearing and uses it to her advantage um and i uh, um, marianne is a veteran stage actress and and she and i've worked together on many projects, uh, she's either directed me, I've directed her, and we've appeared in a show together, and she, she just wraps herself in the part. Whatever part you give her, she just wraps herself into that part. And so I knew she'd be able to carry off um, the mother part of, uh, of Charlotte's mother. So it, it, was a, you know, it was just a blend of looks and, and sound and, and 
just all gelled, came together. Well, let's move over to the acting side. Um, now, Kurt, Moon Over Buffalo relies heavily on slapstick. Situa- it's sort of a situation comedy in its humor, sexual innuendo in that. Now, the actor who plays George, uh, well, it's got to be a pretty good physical comedian. Did you know about this before going into the role? Was it a reason for coming into it? I, I did know about it. Um, I played physical comedy before. It seems like there's a, a tendency, it seems, out there to uh, put me in physical comedy roles. I'm not really sure why, because uh, I don't bounce. Uh, <laughs> um, but you get hit so nicely. <laughs> I do get hit a lot. Yeah, He takes a punch well. <laughs> Let's state that up front. There's been lots of pratfalls in my stage career. Uh, in, in more recent years, my uh, w- between work life and home life, really amping up, and uh, uh, there's a lot of thinking at work, and there's a lot of desk sitting and, and uh, computer watching. When I, uh, if I'm going to escape somewhere, it's got to be physical comedy. It's got to be uproarious laughter, and this is a role that I can certainly lose myself in uh, if I don't lose any teeth falling down the stairs. So I, I think it's a, it's a lot of fun to really literally throw yourself into a role, and this one allows me to do that. Was, was that a joke, throwing yourself into something? <laughs> <laughs> it was an attempt. <laughs> I, I tried. Oh, George. I tried. I don't have a script right now. Uh, Lori, you play the part of Charlotte. Yes, And I basically, in, Howard just said that you guys never spoke about Carol Burnett, but you are stepping into those big shoes. They are tremendous shoes to fill with no disrespect intended to Carol Burnett. Uh, I was aware that she played the role on Broadway uh, before I auditioned, and that was one of the things that made me want to do it because I am a tremendous fan of Carol Burnett. I love her acting, I love her sense of comedy, her sense of timing, and to be able to try to put my own stamp on that character is both a challenge and a joy, and I've just been having a blast with it. Now the chemistry, there has to be a pretty heavy chemistry between (laughs) Charlotte and George in this show and it's it's almost like almost like a love hate if i remember correctly yeah we understand yeah. each other we definitely do <laughs> we know what makes each other tick one of the interesting things kurt and i worked together in uh, arsenic and old lace for yardley players um how long ago was that well, that's um several years yeah about two yeah, two years uh, ago where he was my nephew and so we've gone from aunt and nephew to husband and wife, and it's an interesting switch. Yes, there's an internal psychological discussion we're having out there the whole time. It's the unspoken dialogue. Auntie? No, nothing to do with that whatsoever. Um, you're getting too kinky for me. So going in that direction, though, you'll next appear as sister and brother. Is that it? Mm-hmm. Probably. Well, I wouldn't, probably. wouldn't be at all surprised. I may pay, play her father or grandfather in a future show. Okay, well, you're going to have to gray up. I'm kind of hoping for that since I'm you know, advancing in the... Uh, I'm, I'm sprinting past her. <laughs> well, you're you're now into into Hell Week. You're into the final tech. Oh, yeah. of yes, the we show. are. Yes, so, how are, are things going? They're going very well. Everybody is uh, uh, knows their knows their lines. Okay, That's and, a good, that, which good is a good which is a good week. thing at this point in time. Blocking is pretty much there, except for the ones that we changed completely because of set. Well, yeah, necessities. you know, you, you come in to uh, you you rehearse without a set, as you know, mm-hmm. and so you sort of picture where you want a door or where you want a piece of furniture and then when you get on stage kind of reality sets in as to where the doors are going to be where the furniture can be put and so you do have to make subtle adjustments but I think everybody's adapted to it very well so and I have to say I haven't seen this I haven't been able to see a rehearsal or anything yet and I won't be able to see this till the second weekend but I mean everything's looking wonderful here I'm looking uh, at the set that you have 
and I wish people could see this at home that are sitting at their computer, but uh, it looks very nice. Thank you. It uh, sort of reminds me of what it would be like in an old theater. Well, we tried to capture the old theater look, uh, we, although we didn't peel the paint off the walls, but uh, we do have a feeling here that it's the 1950s, and, and that's what we're going for. Well used. Well and, used, and yeah. And the doors, all of the doors through which I enter or exit slam wonderfully. Um, that was one of the, the things that we told yes, the, the set designer. was a prerequisite. Designer. The doors have to slam. They have to slam without shaking the stage. Yes. In a show like this with a lot of physical comedy, is there one scene or one that, that sort of like, I don't want to say give you ajna, but was you thinking, okay, how are we going to do this? And you really had to work through. Well, yeah, we're still working through it, as a matter of fact. <laughs> uh, tonight, I hope we get it. Uh, yeah, there, there is. I don't want to give it away, but... Mm -hmm. um, there's there's a couple of things that are uh, maybe not in the normal realm of the actor's life, and mm -hmm. he has to kind of get get into doing a particular function for the play. So it, 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 <laughs> how am I doing here, guys? You're digging <laughs> this hole really I, deep. Uh, here, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's uh, not nearly as bad as he just made it. No, sound. it really isn't. But um, but you know there there are things that things that, that individuals need to do, and in some cases it's it's a little strange for them. But uh, but all in all, I think they'll they'll get it because we're not going home tonight until he does. So. <laughs> <laughs> Glad I brought my nighty. <laughs> yeah, well, listen, you know. Uh, you had to practice a lot with the foils for the sword. The foils. Uh, the oh sword yeah, fighting, the sword fighting. Yes. And in fact, last night we almost took out one of the hanging mics. Yep. Um, because <laughs> they, they we are were durable. It's a, we. They certainly are. We can attest to it because we. Yes, as Did being the one on the uh, sound uh, board oh, up so there, sorry. that was very, uh, very loud. You enjoyed that. <laughs> <laughs> so what does uh, Yard of the Players have coming up in the future? What do you have planned for the rest of the season? Well, in January, January 23rd, we open with the musical Rumpelstiltskin is My Name. And that has a lot of children and has adults in it, but it's geared more to children's entertainment. And then in the summertime, we plan to do Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat. And that's in July. It opens, I believe, July the 10th. And that affords uh, a lot of people roles. A lot of guys need to be in it. Uh, mm -hmm. Then the wives of the brothers. And then we have a children's chorus that we usually put in. So there, we can have whole families in it if they choose to come out and audition. Well, I'm looking forward to seeing that. Yeah. that. That's a good show. It is. It's a great show. Okay, well, we've been talking with producer Marge Swider. Director Howard Matters, actors Kurt Penny and Lori Hardy from the Ardley Players production of Moon Over Buffalo. Also appearing in the show are Tara Wood, Mike McCollum, Eric Wishney, Jackie DeUlisi, Marianne Wiley, and Jim Cordingly. The show opens September 19th and plays for two weekends at the Kelsey Theater on the campus of Mercer County Community College in West Windsor, New Jersey. For tickets, you can call 609 570 or purchase them online at www.kelseyatmccc.org. For Backstage Pass, I'm John Maurer. Thanks for listening.